What is going on, boys and girls of all ages? This is the great and powerful Rob, and this is the Couch on Fire podcast. How are you? Huh? How are you doing? Pretty good? Pretty good. <laughs> but what's up, guys? Um, yeah, so it is a wonderful, beautiful, kind of cold night here in Myrtle Beach. Not really. When I say cold, I mean like 69 degrees. <laughs> um, you know, I'm sorry for all those northerners. You're probably freezing your balls off. Um, anyway, so it is a beautiful day. It was a beautiful day today. Uh, it's just the weather. I'm telling you, the weather here is just getting crazy. One day it's hot, next day it's hotter, then the night starts getting colder. I think, to, so today it was a high of 74, I think. Well, my car said 75, and I always minus one because the car just sits there in the sun. Um, so yeah, so about around 74, 73. But tomorrow, it's supposed to be like 45 degrees. It's like a cold wave is coming in. Um, is it tomorrow? I think it's tomorrow. I don't know. My memory's just been shit lately. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's just fluctuating. Oh, God, the weather. It's just crazy. Wherever you are, is it crazy like that, too, where you guys are? I mean, it's just, I don't know. Global warming is a thing. I'm, I keep trying to tell you. I know Alex has. <laughs> anyway, um, so I wanted to get on here kind of talk about what's been going on. I did recently watch a documentary that stirred up some stuff. Um, God, for, I want to say this right now. I love you, Netflix. <laughs> you, you give me some good content for talk about, for, for me to talk about on this podcast. And I really haven't really been watching Netflix lately just because, you know, the, you know just working and relaxing. We got a trampoline for my daughter, so she's been outside living it up. I mean, I'm telling you, we got the one, it's a 14 foot, right? On sale, $150, cheap. But we also got the, it's a fence that kind of goes around it so she doesn't get hurt. Man, she is enjoying it. So much sensory friendliness. Oh my gosh, she's just jumping up and down. It's crazy. And it's a workout. You never know how much you're out of shape until you get on your ass on a trampoline. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, but no, since, since it has been getting warmer and, you know, She's been going outside doing that. We have a hammock, and we're about to buy her a swing set. So pretty much all the money we got for Christmas is, is going to go to her. I mean, that's what happens when you become a parent. You just slowly become unselfish. <laughs> Hopefully, if you're a good parent. <laughs> but anyway, um, so back to this documentary. So we, we, you know, last night, me and my wife were like, well, what do you want to watch? Let's figure it out. So I turned on Netflix, and sure enough, pops up, suggested the mind of Aaron Hernandez and you know she likes my wife likes those crime you know those like killer um, documentaries on Netflix and I enjoy football I remember Aaron Hernandez you know he played for the Patriots he played for the Gators um, he was a tight end I mean he was he was crazy good <laughs> um, I know I say past tense because clearly spoiler alert he kills himself if you already don't know. But, um, you know, there was some, a lot of things about him. Um, so, for those who don't know, Aaron Hernandez, he was a professional football player who was charged for murder of another, I guess, a friend or his wife's sister's fiancé. And um, he was found guilty, so he went to jail for life. Um, that's pretty much all I heard about it. Yeah, I know... The Patriots were upset, you know, people were trading in his jerseys for other things. It was this big ordeal. 
And uh, but that's pretty much what I heard from where I lived at in Baltimore. It was kind of you know because this happened actually at that time. I think I was in Charlotte. I don't know, but when I heard about it, that's pretty much it. Didn't really know too much into it. I think later I heard he like supposedly wrote a love letter to uh, another inmate that he was having relationships with. Um, it was it was another guy, so he was having um, you know relationships with a another man, and uh, I you know you hear, you hear about these things, but you're like eh, whatever. I mean he he hung himself and. You know, people just talk... When you die and you're a celebrity, people just talk so much shit and they make up stuff. So that's that's pretty much what I knew about it, going into this. But then I saw the documentary. Boy. I'm not going to break it down episode, because I think it's like three episodes. Three hour thing, so it's like three hour long episodes. And man, it really makes you depressed. <laughs> you know, I was uh, listening to some of the... I listen to the talk radio when I go to work in the morning. And like the sports announcers and stuff. And they they saw it. They talked kind of gave their review on it. And um, man, it, it is very depressing. It's a very depressing story. You know, like, so this documentary doesn't try to make it, make you feel bad for him murdering. Um, you know, well, come to find out he murdered three people. But it doesn't really make you feel bad about you know on his side it still makes you feel like man he's a fucked up person but it does try to give it justice to unfortunately one of my all right one of my favorite quotes is don't be a product of your environment and unfortunately he was a product of his environment which is weird so i'm gonna give you a little nutshell about this uh document series so Aaron hernandez you know he grew up in bristol connecticut um, I don't know too much about Connecticut. I'm sure it has its, its good side and bad side, just like every other city. But he grew up in a middle class family, and his parents were really, uh, his father was really strict. You know, like, and, you know, play football. You know, just really strict guy. And then his mom just didn't seem like she cared. So unfortunately, the the story kind of based more off of that. Um, so his father was a good figure in his life. Um, now Aaron also, he was bi- bisexual. He liked boys and girls, but he kind of hid it because he played football and then his father was a man's man and he didn't want to show anybody. So he was always private about it. And he was like, you have to be real private about it. And, um, but then later his, uh, his dad died and his mom didn't even take that long. A month later started shacking up with another guy who was actually his cousin husband. So yeah, it's just starting to then all the story's starting to get fucked up. <laughs> so um so Aaron just gets upset about it and leaves the house. Remember, he's still a kid, seventeen, eighteen years old, and basically goes lives with his cousin. Now his cousin is older than him. I think at the time his cousin maybe be late twenties, early thirties. Um and he's like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years old. Actually, no, he's not 18 yet because he goes to college in Florida and play football. So, but once his dad died, things just started going downhill for him. He um, started, you know, doing drugs, hanging out with wrong people. Um, so he just to say, he, he said, screw this. I'm going to go down to Florida. So he started going, to, he went to University of Florida to play football. Um, he had a chance to go to U- UConn uh, to play with his brother, but he decided not to. And, uh, yeah, I mean, while he was down there, see, football in the South, 
is like you can get away with murder. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so he got in some trouble, but because these people were so big into football down there, because the University of Florida, Gainesville, Florida, is a football town. So he would go drink underage. He would fight people and things like that. And he got away with it because no one would press charges. No one would tell on him because if they did, he would be kicked off the team and then the team would lose because football is life in the South. Um, so he just... He, this this is a problem with a lot of football players. They get that I'm a god mentality, like they just let it get to their head, uh, which sucks because like it's not just like I said it's not just him. I'm sure there's a lot of football players out there which we're gonna talk about later because I have another one that I want to talk about. But they come from nothing and they go somewhere and then they're treated like gods. I mean, when you have nothing and then people start giving you stuff, you just now you always expect it. It's like, you know, it's just, it's crazy. So, and that's what happened. He um became, he was playing good. He was a good football player. He was playing good. But he started getting away with shit. And, um, yeah, fast forward to, uh you know, later in the document series, it literally breaks it down. He, um, so he was on trial for his murder, his murder case. And while they were doing some investigations, they found... They found a car that was hidden at his cousin's house that was involved in a double homicide three years prior to that. And, um, yeah, so they charged him with that, them too. So three murders he was charged for. And it's kind of like, oh, my God. And there's video. So I'm watching this documentary. There's so much video, like surveillance video of him at that club when that person died. Or him getting in a car, the same car that was, you know, spotted you know, in his car having shells, and he's so dumb, like, there's surveillance video in his house with a gun after the murder, like, him walking around with a gun, like, trying to dispose of it, like, it's like, damn, man, you're so dumb, <laughs> like, I don't know, the thing that freaked me out the most, and I think this is what everyone's talking about, and I do agree, it is kind of weird that he, he can just go right to left real quick, let me explain, so, during this double homicide that happened in 2012. So the Patriots, um, that year, I think, was it that year? No, well, the Patriots were doing well. They were going to the playoffs. They went to the Super Bowl, and uh, it was 2011. Um, but before that happened, yeah, I'm getting my dates mixed up. Okay, so before they had that amazing season, and they went to the Super Bowl and lost to the Giants, um, Aaron Hernandez was on the team, and um, he, um, he even called a touchdown pass. But before that season started, he literally murdered two people. I mean, all the evidence points towards him. It's so there's an eyewitness. There's all this stuff points to him murdering those two people, and um, and then like a week later, he goes to you know summer training and just plays a whole season, <laughs> nonchalant. Oh shake hands with other football players, talk to the owner, hangs out with Tom Brady. You know, this guy just murdered someone. And then, (laughs) well, two people. So then that happened. Another thing that was kind of freaky. So the day of the murder that the first, the murder later that he killed his, uh, his wife's sister's fiance, he, um, so he, the very next day, because it happened like really early in the morning, yeah, there's a surveillance of him and the two guys that were with him when he murdered them, and they're just joking around, and 
it's, he's at his house, like, passing around his baby, holding his baby, just hanging out. Like, nothing ever happened. He just murdered someone. <laughs> like, it's, it's wild to think that people out there can just turn it off and turn it right back on. Like, you hear about the serial killers. You hear about this stuff. But they're usually different people. And um, I don't know, like, when I mean, like, they're normally, like, the Ted Bundy story. So he was, like, he was an average person. He went, he was a lawyer. He was trying to be a lawyer. So it seemed legit. But this is weird. He's an athlete. Everyone was wearing his jerseys. People wanted to be like him. Little Latino kids wanted to grow up and be like him because he is a Latino playing in the NFL, which there's barely any um, in the NFL that are Latino. So, you know, people are looking up to him. And he signed a contract for $40 million, five years, with the New England Patriots. They don't give out contracts like that easy. So they liked him. But then he's just fucked up. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you get, I recommend you watch this documentary because it, it, it is kind of depressing. It's depressing because the one thing that I would feel bad about him is the fact that he never felt – he was in – he was told and he was molded into a world where men like men are not gay. I play football. I can't come out of the closet because it'll be doomed. I mean, he's a top-notch player. He wasn't like a bench warmer or anybody else in the background. He was like a well-known faces everywhere Aaron Hernandez kind of guy. And he was so scared to be himself that he buried it. And then because he buried it, it probably made him aggressive. It probably made him depressed it probably made him go through these emotions and sure enough i mean all the events that he did because he did more than just what i've been talking about um like fighting and shooting another guy in the eye and all this other stuff um all these events probably escalated because he had this built up anger i know because i have you know i had problems when i was young and i built buried things down because that's what you're trained as a boy you bury shit but if he only would have just been honest with himself and, you know, I don't know, just surround yourself with good people. Yeah, and it's just, it's a fucked up documentary. <laughs> well, it's just crazy because you just, I didn't know any of this stuff about Aaron Hernandez. And then, you know, um, one last thing. If you haven't turned this off because you're not probably going to watch the documentary. But um, so he hung, he hangs himself in jail. That's well known. It's a well fact. It's been in the news things and everything. Um, but a lot of people believe be, the day before he hung himself, a news reporter came out and said, Aaron Hernandez is, has had gay relations with another cellmate because here I found the letter or this person sent me a letter and all this other stuff. And it was like, his, I don't know, it was some kind of, and sure enough, he hangs himself. So maybe he finally felt released that someone, you know, outed him, but then I don't know. It could be a lot of things, but yeah, that documentary. Whew. Oh my god, my daughter's going crazy. Oh, one thing they talk about in the documentary that I wanted to bring up is um so after he hung himself and you know the trial was over, all this other stuff, um they examined his brain like they do with a lot of other NFL players because of the CTE thing. So they found they show a picture of a normal brain of a 27-year-old and then his brain and clearly there's some things wrong with him. And they kind of alluded to that throughout the documentary that he had a couple concussions. Um, I didn't think they were trying to blame it on CTE, but I don't know. I don't think CTE did all this. 
him having a double life, him, you know, being like an OJ Simpson, like on and off kind of thing. I don't think that's CTE. I just think that's no one there to guide him in a product of his environment. Now, with the CTE, maybe he it made him more aggressive. Maybe it made him more depressed, which can evolve to um, aggressiveness. So that maybe escalated it, absolutely. But I don't know. It's hard to explain because his brain was really messed up. And it was kind of sad. But uh, it's not sad that he killed those people. I mean, he was guilty. All the stuff that you saw on that, you're like, oh, he's 100% guilty. No doubt in my mind. (laughs) No doubt in my mind. Oh, man. Um, so earlier I said something about like players being a product of their environment. So kind of shifting gears here, but staying with the NFL theme of this episode. Um, so the national football, the, the college national title game happened. LSU beat Clemson. I live in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, so people are upset. But <laughs> LSU beat Clemson. You know, that wasn't a big shocker, but that wasn't the main reason why I'm bringing this up. There is a football player who plays in NFL right now named Odell Beckham Jr. He was with the Giants. He, His first couple years, he did some amazing things. Kudos to him. Got his money, paid well. But then he started just doing dumb stuff. Hanging out with wrong people. You know, just doing stupid things. Arguing, punching, I mean, fighting um, nets on the sideline. Cussing, fighting people, like fighting other players demanding stuff, whining, crying. I mean, doing things that you're a millionaire. Stop doing this stuff. Um, See, it's just a product of his environment. So this guy who went to LSU um, and went to the game, they won, so he's on the field congratulating them and stuff. You know, okay, that's cool. I mean, if I was an alumni my college won something, I would like to be there. It's pretty cool. But he pulls out a wad of money and starts handing them to players. And everyone at first is like, Okay, what's that? Supposed, this probably just means you're going to get paid, you know. So then, so then reports coming out saying, okay, it was fake money. But then they realize it was real money. So they can't. He can't do that. That's literally like, <laughs> like every rule that you've learned in college sports. If you accept money from somebody else, like it is like, oh my god, it's a big no-no in the college world. So he does that. Then he's in the locker room just like while the coach is talking, he's like screaming in the background. Just because you're in the NFL doesn't mean you're special. Coach is trying to have a moment with his uh, with his team that he just led his his men to war. And you're over there like, me, 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 you know, he's just doing some dumb shit. Um, and then right after that, now he has a warrant out for his arrest in Louisiana. This man, so he brings in alcohol. To celebrate for all the guys. Like, hey guys, cigars and alcohol. You know, they're all old enough to smoke, but probably 85% of them are under the age of 21. And you're bringing alcohol in there? So the, so, so stadium security and the police were there, and they're taking alcohol away from the players. They're not really arresting the players. They're just like, hey, you can't be doing this. But, you know, they know he gave it to them. But, like I said, football, you can bend some rules. He's in the NFL, and then these are just one that, you know, it's Louisiana. They're in Louisiana, and they just want a damn... Um, national title. So they, you know, they just said, hey, stop it. Let's just take this away. And then he decides to slap the butt of an officer. So now there's a warrant out for his arrest right now. As of today, the 16th, because I'm going to post this tonight. Um, there's a warrant out for his arrest for, uh, for slapping the, the cop's butt, for assault. God, 
he is falling so far from the damn tree. <laughs> like, and it's kind of just brings it up to me. Like, I started thinking, like, there's a lot of good, a lot of wide receivers or a lot of good players, period, that do dumb shit because they surround themselves with dumb shits. <laughs> like, you're doing bad stuff because you surround yourself with bad things. Um, what is it like? Terrell Owens. Oh my God. I love Terrell Owens. I thought he was great. But I don't know. Something, he just didn't have that person. Like, if you're an agent, for if you ever want to become an agent or you're an agent and you happen to be listening to this podcast, thank you. Um, but isn't that your job as an agent to really like kind of be that parent figure to them? Because sometimes they don't have parents or sometimes they only have a mom. Sometimes they don't have a mom. I mean, and just have a dad. I mean, I don't know their situation, but you need to be there and be like, you need to write, make the right decisions. Uh, and as I'm recording this, I see there's a tweet. His agent decides to terminate their contract, saying, I don't want to be any part of you, <laughs> basically. He says it in a nicer way. I don't blame it. He's a free agent. Why would you, I mean, why would you want to be a part of that? I mean, he's like, he's got a, he's about to destroy his career because of over some dumb shit. He had one of the best catches in NFL history. And then he got all this praise. Then he got his paper, he got his money. And then it just, Went downhill since then. I mean, look at Antonio Brown. God, that guy is a talented. I would love for him to be on the Ravens. But then something just did not click. I don't know what happened. It just fell apart. There's running backs are the same way. There's, I mean, you know, Terrell Owens. I mean, there's so many. God, it sucks. And there's, like, Deion Sanders, one of the best CBs out there. This guy, it's just, things just... They need help. Now, Randy Moss had some issues in college. He had some issues in the pros. But then he finally became an adult. And he looked good. He, at the end of the last five, six years of his career, he was probably, he probably played the best he's ever played. And he was legit about it. And now he's a father whose son was on LSU, by the way, <laughs> as a wide receiver. Um, it's, just, it's just crazy. I mean, as if you're listening to this and you're a parent or you're thinking about having kids, just try your best to be the best parent that you can. For some reason, you can't be with that child every single day because of life. I mean, if you know, if you're a father and the mom doesn't want you to be around, or you know, whatever the situation may be, do your due diligence as a mom or dad and just be there for them. I mean, make sure they have the right. Make sure you pave the road for them because me growing up, I mean, I my parents left me at my grandparents and they did their best, which I love. But I think my friends' parents raised me better. And I learned a lot from them. So if I didn't have that, God knows what I would be. Like, seriously, I wouldn't be in this situation. So it is kind of crazy. You should definitely just sit back and really re-evaluate this situation. Because this is, this is crazy. Now, they're on the platform. They're on, you know, stage. And everyone can see them. You're not necessarily on the stage. And no one, not that many people can see you. But you need to really buckle down and think about stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I wanted to kind of do a quickie for you. But real quick, one more thing. I just want to say one more thing. One more thing. Since we're speaking about the NFL, uh, and one more topic that's kind of been brought up, and it goes back to the C CTE thing. So down here in the South, uh, they have a professional team called the Carolina Panthers. Their linebacker, who's been in the league for eight years, Luke Keekley, badass man. Off the field, he's like this straight 
father, straight edge guy, like really calm, really wears a super cage, doing commercials for uh, CPI. He's like this nice guy. And then on the field, he's a beast. He's just tackling people. He's just killing them. Uh, not like killing them, but you know, just he's a good, it, it's just, it's weird. So he's like 28 years old and he retired. And he said he didn't even want to retire basically. But he came out and said, I have to, I'm going to do what's best for me. And, you know, there's a lot of players that are doing that. They're retiring on their 30. They're just retiring. And it's kind of funny that he came out and said all this stuff because right, probably right at the end of the season, Marshall Lynch, who was out for this year, came back and played for Seattle. And he even said, he's like, listen, for all the young players out there, you need to make your money and get out while you can. Because it's just, you know, it's like, it's a physical, demanding, relentless sport. And this is why I truly believe, I'm going to say this now, I really do believe that the MLS is going to eventually take over the whole world. <laughs> well, at least the United States. I mean, soccer is just, soccer players can make just as much as NFL players. And they don't have to get hurt as much. Not say as much, because you can still break a leg. You can still get hit in the head and things like that. But the, But not every single minute, you know? So, I don't know. I really do believe that MLS is going to... I know it's going to pass baseball. Don't think it's going to pass basketball. But I think basketball and MLS are, are the future of the uh, United States. NFL will be around for probably another 20, 30 years. But then eventually it's just... It's going to slowly die. I mean, if my daughter... Want, if I had a son and he was like, I want to play football. I'd be like, why don't you try soccer a little bit? Because I've seen what it's been doing to people. It's It's kind of sad, but that's just... You know, even the professional NFL players, they're telling their kids, like, now with everything going on, they're like, man, maybe you should try other sports like lacrosse or something else. I just, when you're constantly hitting your head, it's just, I don't know. But that's basically what I think why he and a whole bunch of young um, players, good young players, are retiring. It's because of uh, this whole head injury thing. This whole, I'm getting hurt, and you already made enough money to pretty much last, and they all went to college, so they got a degree, so they can do something afterwards. So, I don't know. But anyway, so that's my thoughts um, about this whole NFL topic that I just brought up. So, I have no idea. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so thank you guys for listening. Um, hope you enjoyed this short but goody. And uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode. I should play like a, a really cool song. If you guys love and like what you just heard, please like and share us. Go to our Facebook page or Instagram page or Twitter page, all at Couch on Fire Podcast. Um, we couldn't do this without you guys' support, and we want to continue doing this because we do love and cherish everything we say and everything we do. And uh, thank you guys for everything, and I will see you next episode.